Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Momzelle. Momzelle offers stylish, comfortable, and quality nursing clothes at a great price that help you feel more comfortable breastfeeding anytime, anywhere. And it's also brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Fairhaven Health sells the wildly popular milk saver that has moms raving about how much milk they are collecting by simply collecting their leaking breast milk. Pretty awesome. And we'll hear more from our sponsors later. But right now, Diane has our review of the week. And our review of the week is from Gabby ATX, who says that this is helping me breastfeed. My baby is almost six weeks Breastfeeding has been a struggle from day one for us. There have been days when I wonder why I'm going through so much trouble and I'm ready to quit. Listening to this podcast has been so helpful and encourages me to keep on going. And I think that's really powerful because, I mean, we say all the time, like, sometimes this isn't easy. And Gabby's six weeks in and more than that now, actually. But, you know, still still plugging along and good for you, Abby. I'm glad that we are being helpful to you because... This is this can be hard stuff sometimes. I know. I wish everyone could listen to all of the episodes like while they're pregnant. Yes. But that's never realistic. You know, it's like whenever you come upon good information, I feel like it's going to benefit you. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You know, even if you're weaned and you come across really good breastfeeding information that maybe like makes you realize like why some of the struggles were happening for you. So you can realize like, oh, wait, I wasn't doing something wrong. Like this is what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always, it's just information is always empowering, always. It is. It is so empowering. So what are we going to talk about today? What do you got? What do we got? Well, we're going to talk about boundaries. And we always talk about boundaries, but it's a little bit of a different, much of a different spin. Boundaries with other people. Yes. You know, like your family or your friends or even your doctor or your other people. Or strangers. Strangers. Complete strangers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do you maintain? Because, you know, there's so many ways that people can make us feel like our boundaries are being violated. Yes. And how do we maintain these, these boundaries? Because people maybe have opinions or, you know, when you're in public, you might be a little bit worried about strangers if you're breastfeeding in public Mm -hmm. and you know your (laughs) mother-in-law or whoever (laughs) you know those boundaries those personal boundaries for yourself to kind of help you have the freedom to make the decisions for yourself about your breastfeeding relationship yeah absolutely you know and it's like somebody like me I am not really confrontational you know, so it's like I stuff like this is hard for someone like me because I'm not, you know, I'm not one to be like, well, fine. You know, well, let me just tell you why I'm doing what I'm going to do. I will just kind of like pack my stuff up and go away just because that is easier for me. But, you know, there's all kinds of people. Sometimes you have to be a little confrontational. And I wish I'd had this kind of an outlet when I had my kids so that I could feel really good about saying what I needed to say and defending my own boundaries. Well, and I think that is so important. And I and I I try to say that a lot because, you know, especially and this it, people have different personalities and it comes across on social media, it comes across interpersonally. You know, we 
if you're one of those people who's really, you know, comfortable being like, F off, mind your own business, you know, then that's cool. But but not everybody's like that. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody can just be like, here's the line. You stay over there. You know, it's that's really uncomfortable for a lot of people. And so people will say like, well, just tell them to mind their own business, you know, and that's. In that, like, okay, here's an example. So my mom, just she's here. She she was telling me that today she went, or whatever day, she went into the grocery store and she was like dropped something and some man behind her was like, you're making a mess, you know, and they started laughing. And she was like, or the, I guess the guy was like, oh, they're following you. Like, I guess there were like stuff rolling. And she was like, oh, he's like, they're following you. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. And he goes, I'd follow you too. Oh, And I said, Mom, you understand, right, that you can tell somebody like that to F off, right? And she was like, she's like, put her hands in her hair. And she's like, I know, I know, I know. Which is something my mother would never do. Mm -hmm. You know, and so she's in this situation where she's dealing with this violation of her boundaries. And she doesn't know what to do. And the way that, you know... All of us are screaming at her about how she should deal with it. It's not how she would deal with it. Right. And it's frustrating. Yeah, it's really violating. Yeah. And so can I tell about the reason why I came up? I I suggested this. Yes. Yes. So. So the reason why I suggest this topic is that now I am a big this may, you know, people may or may not like this, whatever. I'm a big Golden State Warriors fan. (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I, hanging up. I know. Don't hang up on me. I'm a big Golden State Warriors fan. And um, I also like to I get very excited when I hear that maybe somebody like in the public eye or maybe a celebrity or whatever is being recognized for breastfeeding. I love that because mm-hmm. I think, you know, everybody looks to our famous people for guidance or whatever, not guidance, but, you know, like as as role models. So I came across this article where Steph Curry's wife, and Steph Curry is the star of Golden State Warriors, where his wife was talking about a time where she felt very violated breastfeeding. And she went on to tell the story about how she was sitting in the car breastfeeding her child, her baby, and fans, Golden State fans. Oh, I think I saw this. yeah, Yeah, came up to... Talk to her, talk to her husband, talk to Steph. Mm-hmm. And he being, you know, the person that he is was, you know, talking with them or whatever. And the, one of the one of the people poked her head into the car to and started talking to her about the baby <laughs> as she's breastfeeding. And she was like, you know, you have to go like this is not OK. And the woman said to her, oh, come on, you know what you signed up for. Oh, my God. You know, like. You're married to a celebrity. You're married to a superstar. Deal with it. And no, that's not okay. She was violating her private space, going into her private space where she was breastfeeding her child. And she said that she felt so violated by that and it took her a long time to get over it. And I was like, you know, people, why do people think that's okay? I to feel just like do that's, that. Exactly. And it's like, I feel like it's, it's, it's like, very much a, a thing where, where people do not respect the boundaries of women, mm-hmm. but it's amplified when you have kids. Like as soon as you get pregnant, people are just like, no one would ever think to walk up to somebody and touch somebody's belly who was not pregnant. Oh my God, I know. Just be like, oh, here, let me touch your stomach. Like nobody would ever think to do that. But as soon as you have a, 
a, a baby bump, it's kind of like suddenly it's like public property. It's Everyone's crazy. walking up and touching it. And it's like, what are you doing? Get your hands off of me. It is crazy how people think that's okay to do yeah. that. Well, and they do that with babies, too. Like, oh, let me touch the baby. Pat the baby on the head. Oh, grab its hand. Like, wait, st- <laughs> this is a person, by the way. <laughs> Stop touching him. Her, him. It doesn't I mean, belong to you. Th- yeah. It's crazy the things that people do. And, and I actually predicted <laughs> that we would be talking about this today. <laughs> um, and I did what I like to do sometimes. I went to Facebook and Ooh. I said what we were going to be talking about and asked for a little bit, some, some anecdotes from people. And I have some of those. Oh, my God. I love them. it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I love it. So I read there's a lot. So we, maybe we won't get through all of them. But they and they and they vary from like kind of like roll your eyes to like, oh, my God, that's really. But the first one is from Crystal. And she says, my mother-in-law put sugar on my two week old, two week old's pacifier without my knowledge to, quote, calm her down. I had quite the breakdown and yelled at her. Not my best moment. So this is a, some this is something that other people will do as well. They'll just decide that your baby needs something and then just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's up to you what your baby ingests. It's up to you what your baby is being fed, and and people doing things like that behind your back is such a huge violation, and it it's is. really common. You know, like oh, here's just a little. Oh, it's it's. It's Christmas. Let them just have a little bit of spoonful of mashed potatoes. He's still two months, but it's okay. Right. It's not okay. It's not okay. Mm-mm. If you don't think it's okay, it's not okay. Right. Right. It's up to you. Right. Yeah, right. If you think it's okay to give mashed potatoes, then fine. But somebody just doing that behind your back, that's not okay. Mm-mm. And so she said that she yelled at her. And then and then said and then said about herself, not my best moment. And I love it because somebody swooped in and was like, not her best moment. Perfect. You know, it's her. Like, and then we blame ourselves like, oh, I overreacted. Or, uh, and the people are like, calm down. What's the matter? It's just it's, a, it's just a little bit of sugar. No big deal. And then they make you feel even more ridiculous for reacting. Or they oh, like they gosh. make you the crazy person. Oh, yes, the, you exactly. Know, first time mom. She better get yeah. over herself because oh. it's going to be way worse than this. Yeah, stop being so uptight. I mean, you know, just relax. Ugh. Total violation. Yeah, totally. Um, and so um, Tori, she says, everyone has been super supportive, but my grandma, she's been like, you have to stop when he's teething. Mama, he needs a real bottle. I'm just going to make him a bottle if you won't. Give oh. yourself a break. Yeah, give yourself a break. Formula won't hurt him one bit. And my favorite, sneaking him icing off a cupcake behind my back. So this sounds like her grandma's just like at her all the time. Just give him a bottle. It's no big deal. You need to stop. Yeah, oh. absolutely. I wonder and can you imagine just hearing that all the time? First of all, you're a new parent. You're so vulnerable. This Taking care of this super vulnerable human being and then there's just people at you oh my gosh it's such a violation i had what would you what would you do i i don't even know i know see it's so hard like i don't yeah i don't even know i don't know if i would just laugh it off and be like well never bringing my kid over there again you know (sighs) or if i would say something i don't and then what if grandma lives with you right then what then what do you do 
Say, I'm, I don't like you t- saying these things. Yeah, I mean, I think that, 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 you know, for the people who have a really hard time with confrontation, this is a time where you kind of learn that you need to say things. And I remember when I first had Jack, who was my oldest, and I was the, you know, new parent, like totally freaked out. And my parents would come over and they would just be like taking him and doing things with him. And it was like nothing was like all that really offensive to me. It was just the manner in which... I felt like they were just kind of there, like parenting him along with me. Mm-hmm. And I called them one day on Skype and got them both like on the screen. And I said, this is not a co-parenting situation. I'm the parent and that is all. And when I say something, it's time to stop doing something. When it's time to, you know, to not, to, you know, or don't do that anymore, you need to listen to me. And I sound like somebody who's really comfortable with confrontation, but I'm really not. And it, like just kind of being assertive like that was really, really uncomfortable for me. Um, uh, and there was like mixed, my dad had a really nice reaction to it, my mom less so. But, um, <laughs> You know, it was just being, but cha- things changed after that. Things changed. They did. And, and it I, was worth it. It was worth it to just get through that really uncomfortableness. And you might, you might do that. You might do that with your grandma or whatever. And they might be like, oh, you know, not even listen to you. And then, oh, I just, I feel for people. Yeah. It's, it's really uncomfortable. I had this client once and this is going back a couple of years but this is probably one of the biggest boundary violations i ever remember witnessing and i went over there regularly probably like once a week or so to weigh the baby because the baby wasn't gaining that well and she was a very dedicated breastfeeding mom and there was a lot of you know history with just social issues going on too so i would go over every week and weigh the baby as a favor to her doctor and, or to the pediatrician. And, um, I walked in one day, she was expecting me, you know, I knocked and and went in and her mom was there who was there quite frequently and the father of the baby and the mom and walked in and they're all just sitting there and nobody's saying anything and nobody's, they're all kind of looking at each other and I'm like, hello, you know, like (laughs) I didn't know quite what to it was very awkward walking in. And then it came out that the mom went and she knew I was coming. So she went in to go to the bathroom so that she'd be ready when I got there. And while she was in the bathroom, her mother pulled a formula bottle out of her purse and started feeding it to the baby on the sly. Because oh there's gosh. nobody in the room. And they caught her. When they came out. Oh, my gosh. And so they confronted her because she's like, like, what are you doing? And she was like, well, I'm just so afraid that the baby's not getting enough to eat. And, you know, just like she was crying and the mom's upset. Like, it was so crazy. It was so she waited until she left the room, pulled a formula bottle out of her purse, like the kind they have in the hospital where you just stick the nipple on it and started feeding it to the baby. Oh my gosh, that is such a violation. I mean, I was just like, and it's not know. about the formula. If anybody's listening to this and they feed their kids formula, that is not what this is about. No. This is about 
not doing it behind her back and clearly waiting for her to leave the room Mm -hmm. and like oh gosh right and a lot of the things that people do they don't even realize they're overdoing like your parents they probably thought they were helping you and you know maybe Tori's grandma thinks that she's you know go get a break and I'll give a bottle like they think they're helping you but it's not helpful it is a violation of your boundaries and if you think about it in other aspects of your life People don't come in and say, oh, go get a rest. I'll do your dishes for you. <laughs> or go go out they and lay should. down. I'll do your laundry. Right. You know, like nobody's doing that. Right. Right. So why are they choosing to, you know. That's like, what they should be doing. They know it's wrong if they come up to you and say to you, you know what? Your career choice is horrible. You should <laughs> be doing something different with your life. That nobody does that because they know that it's not okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's like we have an idea of what boundaries are until we have babies in the mix. And it's like everyone goes nuts. And it's just like a free-for-all. I don't understand yeah. why that's, like, normal. You know, know. Why, why anybody thinks that it's normal from the minute of conception. You tell somebody you're having a baby, they think, oh, I can give name suggestions, I can, you know, tell you all the parenting advice that you need to learn. I can ask you all these personal questions. Yeah. All the personal oh, yeah. questions. Yep. Well, how about we hear more from the people on Facebook um, after a word from our sponsors? Perfect. Today's episode is brought to you by Momzell. Momzell is a family-owned business started by a breastfeeding mom. And they are thrilled to be a positive part of a mother's breastfeeding journey. Momzelle is proud to offer stylish, comfortable, and quality nursing clothing and bras at a great price. I personally own a a Momzelle nursing tank, and I've worn it out with friends for a night on the town because it's so fashionable. You don't have to trade in your desire to be fashionable to own comfortable and functional nursing clothes. Wearing things that you love and feel comfortable in can help you feel good about breastfeeding anytime or anywhere. And they're based in Montreal, so you get an even better price with the current exchange rate. You're going to want to check out all of the Momzelle apparel, including tank tops, t-shirts, and dresses, as well as their nursing bras. And you can use coupon code BADASS20 for 20% off your order at Momzelle.com. That's M-O-M-Z-E-L-L-E.com. This offer ends December 31st, 2019 and cannot be combined with other promos. And today's episode is brought to you also by Fairhaven Health. The Milky's Milk Saver collects your leaking breast milk as you nurse or pump, allowing you to store extra breast milk effortlessly with each feeding. Simply slide the Milk Saver into your bra or tank on the non-nursing side. The Milk Saver collects the breast milk that is leaked when your breast milk lets down. Then simply transfer the milk into a storage bag. The Milk Saver holds a little over two ounces of breast milk. People are constantly shocked at how much milk they are leaking and we're losing to a breast pad. People are reporting that they are collecting several ounces a day and sometimes a whole day's worth of breast milk. It's common to think that you are just leaking a few drops, but when the leaking milk is collected throughout the day, it adds up to a lot of milk. It's comfortable, durable, reusable, and has a protective lid to prevent spills. Check out the Milk Saver at FairhavenHealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. And these sponsors and the links and the promo codes can all be found at BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com along with all of our breastfeeding resources, 
all of our other episodes and information about scheduling your lactation consultation with Diane. So what else did they say on Facebook? Okay. So they said, Caitlin says, lately I've been... I've been being told breastfeeding my 14-month-old is for my benefit, and I'm harming him. I've realized this is a problem this person has, and I no longer talk about nursing or co-sleeping with my baby with this person. I still do nurse my baby anytime, anywhere, no matter what, but will no longer have conversations about it. I'm over being told I'm doing harm. And I like that approach, too, is like you kind of can gauge from certain people what topics are OK to talk about and what aren't. Right. You know, like I've I've done that, you know, a lot of times with people about various things like, you know what? I don't agree with this person on this topic. And it's better to just, you know, I want them. I still want them in my life. I still want to be around them. I'm just not talking about that. Right. I've done that with people, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you know your limitations, yeah. Right. And you know, like, you know, and you still, because there are people that we want in our lives um, that, you know, give us things, you know, I mean, emotionally or whatever, and they're they're good to us in certain ways. Um, And then, you know, but not everybody is everything to us all the time. And it's okay to just be like, yeah, that topic doesn't go well over with that person. So I'll just skip it. You know, that sounds like, you know, Caitlin made a boundary that that person doesn't even need to know about, you know, like that is exactly a boundary that she has set up. She knows this is their problem. This is not something we can talk about. So a lot of people do this with politics. Totally. A lot of people do it with politics. You know, it could be a family member. You don't really see eye to eye. You're not on the same page with politics. You choose to just not bring it up, not to talk about it. You avoid it. Doesn't mean you don't like that person. You just can't talk about that topic with them. Exactly. And I do that a lot with unschooling because I unschool my kids and a lot of people are like, what's unschooling? And I'm perfectly happy to kind of explain what it is. But then you can get the kid that's feel like that, you know, I'm constantly explaining myself (laughs) or constantly having to like, you know, give the definition or explain, you know, and sometimes it's just like, I rather sometimes I just say homeschooling because like people get it and then they're just like, oh, that's cool. You know, it's like you kind of gauge these things in your life where you're just like, okay, this is how I'm going to present it most of the time. And of course, there's people that are close to me that like really want to know and they want to be supportive. Um, I have extended family that like I just know that I'm not talking about any of that Mm -hmm. with, you know, because they're just like, you know, it's not it doesn't go over well. And so I just I just filter the conversations to, you know, what makes me comfortable. Right. And that's a boundary. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to to set a boundary. You don't have to be like, okay, here's your boundary. This is it. You know, like it doesn't have to be that cut and dry. It could be something that you know and you are controlling. And that person doesn't even have any idea that that's happening. Right. Exactly. Um. Let's see. I'm going to look for another one. This one's really long. Okay. I'm going to read it anyway. Okay. Shauna. She says, overall, my family and friends have been highly supportive. Sometimes them trying to be supportive made things worse in the early days, though. For example, my husband standing there with a blanket to block the view because he thought that would make me more comfortable. Yeah, because that doesn't bring more attention (laughs) to it. He's just like standing there with a big queen-size blanket. (laughs) 
uh, certain female friends pointed pointedly staring because they had never seen it before. Like, cool, you want to learn and think it's neat, but please step back. Repeatedly being offered a back room or elsewhere to go to and thus feeling like I had to. Followed by all of the, he can't possibly be hungry again. Don't take him away to nurse again. We want to visit. Family seeming like they are getting irritated that we take longer to do things because my son often needed to nurse first. Feeling left out from always having to stop to nurse and being left alone to do it. So feeling lonely. Hmm. Thankfully, my husband often came to sit with me in the early days once he realized I felt that way. Now that he is older, I can tell certain individuals feel I don't need to nurse him at certain places and times or at all. He's 20 months and still nurses on demand. I disagree, though, and will continue to nurse whenever, wherever, until he is ready. Good for her. That's good. Yeah, you know, and so that's the thing is, like, other people don't know what you're thinking. I mean, like, sometimes it seems like this person should know that what they're saying is really offensive right now. But honestly, some people are so oblivious that they don't. Right. You know, like, 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 Shauna's husband thought he was helping by holding up a big blanket, <laughs> which I love. I know. Um, it is really cute. And he's really but, trying, yeah. like, no one's going to do that unless they feel like they're helping. Right, right. You know, but, but like, you know, she had to be like, that's not, but then she had to tell him, you know, because he thought he was helping. Mm-hmm. So there's no way he's going to know unless you say, you know, I mean, sometimes people, you can tell that people know they're being offensive, but sometimes you'd have to say, like, that's not helping me right now. Right. Or, you know. So communicating is a really big thing. And again, it's that confrontation. It's that um, being assertive. It's that saying things that might, you know, hurt somebody's feelings. And those. a lot of times we're just so uncomfortable saying it. Um, but it's so worth just like, you know, doing it. Yeah. And you know, you know you want to do it. And you can feel that kind of anxiety building in yourself. Like, oh. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about what I want to say and I'm starting to get nervous. And then so you don't. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think that there was another one, another comment I was reading here. Um, where is it? I can't find it now. But she said, you know, you got to. Oh, here it is. Um, she Whitney, she says, my family has been generally supportive, but I tend to not engage with people who are not fully educated on breastfeeding or have opinions based on misinformation or personal bias, including family. It's not your baby, not your breast. I made it clear if you came to my house, I nurse openly. So actually, when going to most friends and family's homes, it's not an issue either. Now that's now that she's older, that respect extends to my other feeding choices and daily activities. You got to ex- establish the er- the rules early otherwise people will do whatever. And it's true. Like yeah. people are, people will just do whatever unless you make the lines in the sand really clear. Yeah. Absolutely. And I find too that, you know, other generations tend to have less of a filter. At least <laughs> it's true. That's what I've experienced in my world, but They just, they really tend to have less of a filter and they'll just say whatever they want. And, you know, you might, like we keep saying, you might really have a hard time kind of confronting people about that. But if it's somebody that's close to you in your life, they shouldn't hold any of that against you, really. You know, I mean, at least you'd like to think that they don't. But they really, like Abby was saying, might not know that they're being offensive. You know, I have this 
conversation all the time with people in my life that I'm very close with that have no filter, that we know have no filter. And it's like, <laughs> that's really hurtful. Why are you saying that? You know, and, and you just have to kind of remind yourself where it's coming from. But it is, you know, it's setting up those boundaries early, like she said, like Shauna said, just to, you know, this is what we're doing. You come to my house. This is what you're getting. You know, yeah. good for her. Because it is hard to do. It's hard to set that up and, and hard to put that out there. But, you know, your house, your rules, right? Exactly. My house, my boob, my baby. Yeah. But people really like to give a lot of, not even just breastfeeding, but just parenting advice as a whole. Your baby should be sleeping. Your baby should be going to this. Your baby should be doing this by now. Your baby should be potty trained. Your baby should be riding a bike. Your baby should be tying their shoes. Your baby should be eating these <laughs> foods. Like, there's so much... It's like you, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Just don't listen. I mean, it's easy for me to say don't listen, but, you know, take what works and throw away the rest. Right, exactly. Throw it, feel free to throw it away. And so Randy says, as the first woman in several generations to be successful at breastfeeding on my side of the family, it was an adjustment. I have learned so much in my nearly 10 year span of nursing and have passed that knowledge on to my family. I'm thankful for a mostly supportive family and have found it mostly from ignorance that the negativity comes, sometimes even jealousy that I was successful and they were not. Mm-hmm. And that's a really nice way of looking at it from the other side. You know, where is it coming from? Is it are they being oblivious? Or are they maybe having some sort of having some feelings about their own experiences, seeing you successful at something that maybe they struggled with? Mm-hmm. You know, because it can be triggering, you know, if you see, you know, to just to just ha- it can bring back all of the struggles that you had, you oh know, so maybe maybe Aunt Sally really, really struggled. And now you're in front of her and you're really successful and she might, you know, it might that might be really painful for her and it might come out in her behavior. Not that it's OK, but sometimes understanding that can, you know, soften the blow a little and we see this a lot with people that don't have kids. You know, like everybody uh-huh. has that yeah. one friend or family member that does not have children that likes to give parenting advice. And it's, you know, maybe they really wish they did have children. And you have these beautiful children. And, you know, they are going to tell you what you what you should be doing with that child. Because maybe that's what they would do. Or maybe they're just really resentful that they don't have one. And, that could be. you know, like you're breastfeeding, you're doing everything that you need to do. You're put pulling all the stops. You're doing everything. Your baby's thriving and perfect. And it didn't work that way for so-and-so, Aunt Sally. So they're going to have comments. It's really, it can be triggering. You're, you're right. But that's not, you know, I mean, we don't want you to feel bad because you're, you're doing all the things. Yeah. Well, Kristen says, my baby daddy's side of the family once recently hopped off my back, well, only recently hopped off my back after I cut two of them out of my son's life. I'd always hear, he eats all the time because breast milk doesn't fill him up. Just give him some formula and rice cereal. Oh. My, my son was like three weeks old and constantly bringing me boxes and boxes of rice cereal. And let's oh not forget. God. Yeah. And let's not forget the classic, he's too old, or what if someone else wants to feed him? Like, okay, start lactating, and you can feed him. 
Love it. Perfect. Yes. We've been breastfeeding for 20 months going strong. Good for you, Kristen. And that's a really good point, too, is that sometimes people before you had kids don't last in your life after you have kids. Mm, yeah. And it's really painful to think about. And I'm not suggest- I mean, I know people who have cut out very close family members from their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a decision that some people make based on how people are making them feel or how, you know, because it's amazing how you really, you know, you deal with a lot of things. And then when you're when you're when you have kids, it's like, this is it. Like, this is my focus. And, you know, what whatever's going to help me make this successful is what's going to happen. And everything else can go out with the garbage. Right. You know, and sometimes that's entire people. Absolutely. And if that's what you think is is necessary for you, then I support it. I'll absolutely yeah. support it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I mean, I had, you know, I definitely had friends. I don't, I can't, I've, I didn't ever, I didn't ever intentionally cut anybody out of my life. But, but after I had kids, it was just like, there are people that I don't talk to anymore just because I don't have time or I don't, you know, that's, I, I have different priorities now and our, our lives just don't like fit well together anymore and i you know these people might say well you know you don't make an effort to call me or whatever you don't well i i I can't do the same things that i did before i had kids you know i can't call you all the time i can't you know go out to bars all the time i mean (laughs) i could (laughs) you can uh but i mean i just i know when you have a new baby like that's not what you're doing and right priorities change yeah, I mean, that reminds me, too, when I when I first had Jack and I was just, like, going through that transition of new parenthood and how scary, and I was just felt like, you know, you feel like your world has just been rocked in this way that makes you feel so vulnerable and anxious. And my, my, my friend texted me one time, and she said, um, so how about, you know, me and the girls come over with some, some wine, and we just, like, sit on the couch and hang out together? And I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, it was like so, you know, it was like totally harmless. Like it was, you know, I mean, it was very nice of her to offer that. But I, I couldn't imagine. It's just like, wait a minute. <laughs> I like, I don't even know who I was when you knew me. So like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm, I barely even know this person anymore because I don't know myself. And oh, my God, what's happening to me? And like, the, the, I couldn't even imagine sitting on the couch with them and them and it just being like you know like it's supposed to just be like it was you know a few months ago i couldn't get my could not wrap my brain around it oh no and i said no you know you're gonna you know you're gonna find that there's times where you're gonna feel bad about it and people might complain and you're just gonna have to again draw that line in the sand and say no yeah and they'll get over it they will they yeah They'll get over it or they won't. And right. if they can't get over that, then bye-bye. They don't see the baby or you. Right. Yeah. This is it now. This is how it is. So what's our takeaway? Boundaries, man. You got to have boundaries and establish them early. Like the like the people on Facebook were saying is, you know, establish the boundaries as well as you can and because people will do whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> I love that. Really be confident with it too, you know? Like really be confident with it. This is your baby, it's your life, it's how you want it to be. That's okay. It's okay to put your yeah. foot down. 
And if you're somebody who doesn't like confrontation, it's okay. You know, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay. I understand. Um, but it really is worth it to try to to try to start exercising that part of yourself. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be nasty about it, but no. it's it's okay to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll support you. Well, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.